From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 140, for the week of May 16, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Tony tells us why we really should give Garden Walk a chance. And Mary Jo takes us on a tour of Southern California water parks. All that plus this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and our Disboard Start of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged and I'm Out of Breath. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hey there, Hello. Hello there. Greetings. Greetings. Um, Coasting for Kids coming up three we three three weeks. Oh my goodness! Uh, please donate. We need more people to donate because I I want I want to you know make sure we ha- raise more money than the people on the East Coast. So yes. donate, donate to me or to my ch- cute child or to Mary Jo. Yeah. And help help us raise money for Give Kids the World. And how can they donate, Tom? Um, there are links in the show notes, or if you go, just go to coastingforkids.org, click on Knott's Berry Farm, and it'll, and then go down to the teams. Our team name is there, Diz Coaster Palooza 1.0 West, and you can, it'll bring up everybody on our team, and you can donate to anybody on that team, and it would, it would be a great thing. Um, any other housekeeping? Um, I have some. Go ahead. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was um, talking about Club 33 closing down, and I believe I said that it would be closing down in June. Well, I called Club 33, and they told me that they're um, taking reservations through July, which I happen to know for a fact that that's true. Um, and, you know, members can book 90 days ahead, and they can book for their guests 60 days ahead. Right. So we're going to be finding out in June if we can book in August or not. At the time when I talked to Club 33, they could not give me a date. They just said okay. that they were closing down. So sometime... So, But they did confirm that they are doing some... Oh, yeah. Okay. They're, they're actually going to be putting a bridge across. If you can picture where the Crystal Gallery is and um, where Angel's Court is. That street right, right there, right. they're putting a bridge over there and they're expanding Club 33 into that area. So, yeah. That means more of us can go awesome. eat and not, and not be rushed like some people were. Any <laughs> <The> other <laughs> housekeeping? Uh, forgot to mention oh. last Yeah, Okay, go ahead, Nancy. No, 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 no. It's okay. <laughs> no, you don't want me. I want to hear I- Nancy. The last week we talked about, um, at Universal, the Curious George water play area. Oh, no, I edited all of that out. Oh, did you? No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, Well, before 2008, that was known as the Nickelodeon Blast Zone. Yeah, there you go. From 2001. So, and it's located on the upper lot. People were worried about that, Nancy. I'm glad you cleared (laughs) No, I mean... So there, that tells you how long it's been yeah. around. Right. So there you go. Don't forget chat nights, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at www. Email us at dlpodcast at www.info.com. 
Um, our show notes and links to anything we talk about can be found at disunplugged.com. You can also get links to any of our older shows. Um, blog. Yeah, that's... Find that's fun it. articles. Every once in a while we write something. Yeah, blog.wdwinfo.com. See, uh, I haven't mentioned it in so many shows. Yeah, the, well, and it's 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 a different address, so you, there's no more dinging. The dinging yeah. is gone. Any more housekeeping? Awesome. Let's head over to Tony with the news. The 27th annual AIDS Walk Orange County was completed recently with its participants meandering through the five-kilometer route winding through the picturesque Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. About 2,500 walkers passed through downtown Disney, entering Disneyland at Main Street, passing by familiar attractions. Participants continued to the Central Plaza, Buena Vista Street in Disney's California Adventure Park, which represents Los Angeles from the 1920s, for those of you that don't listen to the Diz Unplugged podcast. Roland Lopez of Sherman Oaks posed in front of the 20-foot-tall grizzly bear statue near Grizzly Peak, with Duffy the Disney bear hanging out of his backpack and a group of 11 friends. Lopez lost his partner, Steve Green, May 7, 2011, to complications from AIDS. Eva Malvito of Wilmington, part of Lopez's group, proudly showed off a list of five names written on her arm in indelible ink. These are people close to everybody I work with or know, she says, and it's nice to have a constant reminder all day of why we are here. I just wanted to honor them. AIDS Walk Orange County, in its third year at Disneyland Resort, has raised $375,000 to date. The updated amount, including money raised from Saturday's walk, will be available at the end of June, said Mark Montminy of AIDS Services Foundation, which puts on the AIDS Walk Orange County. In our second story, Nancy's best friend, resort chef Andrew Sutton, comes in second <laughs> at Tuna Bay Chef Challenge second? at Kentucky Derby. The- well, Nancy was there, like, rooting him on, I think uh-huh. it kind of... It kind of spooked threw him off his game. Yeah, threw off his game. Hey, don't maybe, make fun of my Andrew. Or maybe you weren't there, and that's why. He's like, yeah. if Nancy would have been there, I would have gone first. <laughs> his, his good luck charm. Yeah. That's a rough competition. That's all i got to say. See, she, she was there. I <laughs> used to live in Missouri, which is right near Kentucky. Everybody has Kentucky Derby parties. Everybody. Everybody, Everybody does. <laughs> I can make Any- a mean chocolate bourbon... Con pie cake. And why have we not tasted this? Yeah. Because you've never asked. Oh, okay. Well, we've asked. now. <laughs> Father's Day, Tom. We no, we're not. We're not. Mary Joe, really, no, we aren't. Sent. No, I'm asking. Okay, he's asking. Okay. In super close competition, Chef Andrew Sutton from Napa Rose at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa was edged out by Chicago chef Carlo Lamanga for top honors in the Schooner Bay Chef Challenge at the legendary Taste of Derby at the Kentucky Derby. Awesome, my buddy Carlo won. <laughs> yeah, he's your guy? <laughs> hey, I had two to one on him, so he yeah, paid exactly. off well. Yeah. I didn't tell don't you bet, I... Uh, don't bet on the slow horse. I, I, I rub-burned I rub burned, um, Sutton's arm as he was going in to kind of give him that, you know, that, that rub burn, and so that kind of threw him off a little bit. I was a little backward, you know, illegal stuff. It's a long road from Southern California to Churchill Downs Racetrack in Louisville, Kentucky, and Sutton started competing in March in North American Regionals, sponsored by Schooner Bay Salmon. Thirty chefs entered their most impressive Schooner Bay Salmon recipes, and Sutton was a regional winner. In April, the winning regional chefs went head-to-head in round two in competitions in Los Angeles and Chicago. Sutton again was victorious. The finals for National Schooner Bay Craftsman Chef were in Louisville, with Sutton going up against Chef Carlo, 
from per- perennial Byron in Chicago. At each stage of the competition, Sutton crafted the same beautiful dish, an elegant use all of the fish trio that included tangerine cured salmon belly sashimi, a pan roasted fillet with crispy skin on an English pea coulis, topped with house cured salmon roe and eureka lemon. I don't even then, know what you said. I don't either, but I read it well. <laughs> and help me out, Nancy, and then Escabesh. Escabesh. Okay. Pretty close. Okay. Featuring fresh salmon cut in perfect miniature cubes and tossed with cucumber mint and cilantro. Each, each round started by breaking down and filleting a 10 to 12 pound Schooner Bay salmon. Schooner Bay is along Vancouver Island, British Columbia, where waters are glacier fed and the fish used in their feed is from sustainably certified fisheries. Along with competing in the prestigious culinary contest, Sutton gets a primo, got a primo seat for the Kentucky Derby. He offered his winning creation at Napa Rose before the contest, practicing to get it perfect. And you'll probably find it back on the restaurant's menu. Congratulate, and let's offer congratulations to Chef Andrew. Nice. And Chef Carlo, who actually won. (laughs) Yay, Carlo! Woo! Team Carlo! (laughs) (laughs) And that's the news with a question mark. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. (laughs) Time for rapid fires. Uh, Let's start with Mary Jo. Well, you know, for the past few weeks, Nancy's been talking about what a great place Disneyland is for moms because Mother's Day just passed. But, you know, Disneyland's also good for fathers. And so... Sure. Exactly, right? So your son doesn't want to go. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me talk to Andrew. We'll, we'll, maybe he... For, for you, Tony, I'm sure he would do it. But, you know, yeah. we've always uh, concentrated on princesses and, and um, meals for mom, but... There's so many things that the family can focus on for the dads, you know, like Cars Land, Star Tours, Pirates of the Caribbean, Toy Story, Midway Mania, and Pirates Lair and Tom Sawyer's Island. So families might want to, you know, look at the different uh, attractions they can go to um, and uh, honor their dads and maybe take them to the, what, ESPN Zone or one of the other uh, restaurants that he wants to go to and let him have his day at and, and, the and take him, take him, take him to watch Phineas and Ferb's. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> That's what you do when you go to Disneyland alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's your me time. But anyway, I thought that was a neat, neat thing. We don't, we don't focus too much on the dads, and we really need to appreciate you, dads. Yeah. Thank you. Have you ever been, not, not you, Mary Jo, but any of the guys been on the, the dad's threat, the dad's forums on the Diz? Actually, I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. I, I went over there a couple times, but then I got scared and ran. Oh, uh, I, I love their thread. It is, these dad, if you guys have not gone to the, I know it's not on the Disneyland board. Yeah, it's over on the, it's on the Disney World side, but. They really put together a really nice, um, nice thread. They're called the Diz Dads. They number themselves. Um, they keep a roster of who's who, and they even have, I think they have a mission statement. And I, especially, I don't know, I, I just appreciate dads so much more when I read the threads and their, the, the things they say. And they are guys, so I just kind of gloss over their guy talk. But, um, they really write some pretty neat things. So, awesome. sorry, for, sorry for going on about that, but that's, right. that's really a cool thread. 
All right, thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, Michael? You know, the D23 Expo's coming up, and but for a lot of people, you know, that's just too big, too crowded. But if, if folks want a similar, more intimate event, the Disney Mania 2013 convention is coming up. It is July 11th to the 14th. Um, 2013 at the Crown Plaza Resort in Anaheim. Give you an idea what this is like. This is put on by the Disney Anna Fan Club. And for instance, Thursday evening, they're going, they always do a charity for the Ryman Arts. And it's going to be the 100th birthday celebration of Mark Davis. And so Mark's wife, um, Alice Davis, who's a Disney legend and Disney Anna Fan Club legend, um, is going to be a guest speaker. There will be other guest speakers also at it. Um, the theme is the Haunted Mansion. And some other people that they're going to have there, are, um, besides Alice Davis, they're going to have um, the international ambassador for Walt Disney Imagineering, Marty Sklar. They're going to have a Disney legend Ron Clements, um, who is an animator, and also Ted Thomas, uh, Lisa Davis, who's the voice artist of Anita and 101 Dalmatians, Disney animator Floyd Norman, um, Margaret Tinkerbell Carey, um, <laughs> you know, also um, Rick Farmelo, who worked on Scuttle and Abu, and author and friend of the Diz, Bob, Where's the Party Gur? And, um, and Disney archivist emeritus Dave Smith. Sounds like a lot and, of people who show up for anything. Well, but you know, it's what's really cool about this is that it's it, it's a smaller venue. Um, nice. For instance, when they have meals, all these people sit at the tables with you. So um, they they have a lot of small tables, and so you'll get to sit with these folks and actually converse the with them during Bob. the meals. Yeah, exactly. Um, on Friday, they uh, on Fridays and Saturdays they have the uh, seminars. Like they're going to have Dave Avicino, and we've heard the Orlando team talk mm-hmm. about his artwork. He yep. does those shadow boxes. Marty Scalar is going to talk about the best advice I ever heard. Um, they have their own Disney fan club legends. Um, this year, the honoree is um, Bruce Reitherman. He spoke at the last at what last D twenty three um, Dateline Disneyland, I think, event. He was the voice of two of best loved Disney characters, um, Mowgli in the Jungle Book oh, and yeah, yeah, okay. Christopher Robin in Winnie the Pooh and the, yeah. and the Honey yeah. Tree. And then they're also going to have they're also um, inducting Howard Green. He was a 36-year veteran of Disney marketing and publicity. Some of his accomplishments are he headed the launch of Epcot Center, and he um, did that whistle-stop national train tour for Mickey Mouse's 50th birthday, and and a whole lot of other things. He's an expert on all the animated films. On Saturday morning, they're going to have a seminar on Westcott, um, which was the concept for the Disneyland parking lot before um, the California Adventure was built. And then they're going to have three more seminars. Don Ballard on the history of the Disneyland Hotel. Friend of the podcast, Sam Genoway, whom I talked about a few weeks ago about Buzz Price. He's going to be speaking about Mineral King and also retired Imagineer Rolly Crump. So they're also going to have um, a Saturday evening celebration of the Disney animated feature Peter Pan. So, Tony, you can dig out that Tinkerbell costume. And they also have a Disney Anna Fan Club Collectors Expo. So you can go around and see what folks are selling, add to your collections. So there's um, there's a whole lot 
going on here, very similar to the D23 Expo, but like I said, much more intimate. You have more of an opportunity to meet Disney Legends than you do at the Expo. Um, we'll have a link to this in our show notes. They have a variety of different ticket packages. Some include your meals, things like that. But um, it's worth going to. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. Thank you, Michael. Wayne? Are you looking for a unique keepsake for your visit to the Disneyland Resort? Well, of yes. course you are. Okay. <laughs> you may have seen, probably have seen. Wait, don't answer yet. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Coin press machines. These are these unique little gadgets where you input a penny and usually a couple of quarters, crank a handle, and the penny is magically transformed into a little work of art that features a character or a location somewhere around the Disneyland Resort. Well, these are great little uh, fun souvenirs. The press coin designs feature many of the resort icons and attractions, and in addition, you can keep your collection. They even have a special souvenir collector's book. They're sometimes called elongated coins, and elongated coins are created when the coin itself is squeezed between two rollers, one of which has an engraving on its surface, and as the coin is flattened, the engraver presses the coin and permanently makes the picture and message onto it. The art of pressing coins dates back a 100 years, and some of the earliest known coin presses come from uh, the year 1818 in Austria. Chemicals are used to imprint an image onto the roller or the metal die. The image is etched in reverse so that the picture pressed on the coin will come out correct. And hand-skilled artisans you utilize these delicate little instruments to carve out the image, and it sometimes takes them one to two days to engrave a single die. These things are all over the park, and we're going to include in the show notes a a cool little map that shows each location where all the coin press uh, locations are and what characters or um, what little symbol goes on uh, each location there's usually each one has three images that you can get and they're all over they're in Disneyland they're in downtown Disney there's I think even a few in the hotels um, the Disneyland Resort has penny presses nickel presses dimes and quarters and it's kind of cool and now that I have the location I might start a new hobby I've never seen the dime or the nickel ones. I didn't know they did those. Apparently so. I'm looking at the That's map must be now, new. and I see a quarter at the train station in Main Street, USA. And let's see if I can find... I've seen quarters at near the Pirates of the Caribbean. I've seen them there, too, yeah. the Pirates of the Caribbean. And the country of the that we used to have. Don't Would consider you say- now. <laughs> <laughs> Our country, Bear Jamboree. Tony, what did you say? The arcade? Near the shooting shooting arcade. Oh, shooting gallery. Shooting gallery, whatever. And in the bazaar and in the, in Frontierland. Yeah, there's a bunch in the bazaar. Adventure Bazaar. Yeah. Uh, out at, uh, Pooh's Corner at the Splash Mountain exit. 
in California Adventure. They're um, they're they're all over Buena yeah. Vista Street and in Hollywood Land at um, a bunch of the loca- a bunch of the shops have them. They're all over. You, you know what I've oh, go on, Mary Jo. No, go ahead. Know what I have done if I'm at Disneyland and maybe one of my students has told me they're going to be at Disneyland, I will press a quarter or something. And then I have places that I know of in Disneyland that go untouched for long periods of time by maintenance. And I will hide, <laughs> I will hide the quarters there and then I write up a little scavenger hunt for them. And then when I see them back at school, I, give it to them, and then I tell them I, I've hidden some treasure for you at Disneyland, and then with their families when they're there, they'll go and, and look for the hidden pressed quarter. How fun is that? It is. So, um, anyway, and, and so it's a lot of fun. they're not going to call security for, uh, like they do for the uh, geocache items, right? <laughs> no, no, and I let the parents <laughs> know where it's located in case they run into problems, or, and I'll, I'll like send the parents a photo of the location. That's neat. Awesome. Thank you, Wayne. Nancy? Well, remember how when we talked about um, Southern California 101 and we talked about the Museum Mile and things like the cool Peterson Art Mu- or Car Museum? Um, well, I was kind of puttering about all the... Uh, the museums down there and look to see what kind of cool events and stuff they have. And I thought I'd share some of the current ones with you guys. Um, one of the special things, if you do decide to go to the Peterson Automotive Museum and not, and if you have people over 12 in, in your party, um, with nobody under 12, you can actually pay a little extra and they will give you access to their vault. This was supposed to close at the beginning of this year, but now they've decided they're going to do this indefinitely. And I think that's pretty cool. You get to see all of their rare, their rarest cars that are in storage. How big um, is that museum? It's pretty big. Considering wow. you've got tons of cars displayed on each floor. And some of them are displayed in settings. I mean, it's amazing. And so the vault is a nice um, special area, and tours are every day. You can give them a call on that one. So um, a couple other ones they have, uh, which I thought were kind of neat, um, is they have a, an exhibit right now called Finn's Form Without Function. And, you know, about the, the design of the Finn, a lot of people argue for the Finns on their favorite vehicles. Um, and then they've got a another permanent exhibit on uh, hot rods and stuff. So some of their permanent exhibits are great. Um, moving across the street to the page, I just want to, if anybody's interested in La Brea Tar Pits, I highly recommend signing up, uh, you know, reading their blog. They have the coolest blog, um, and it talks about a lot of their digs and a lot of their dig finds, which, you know, you don't get a lot of communication on that. And then at lo- over, right next door at LACMA, probably the biggest exhibit right now is the Stanley Kubrick exhibit. What's on in the his- um, The Stanley Kubrick exhibit, they like to do this from time to time and feature different filmmakers and artists in that respect. And they did a huge one on Tim Burton 
last year. And this year, um, till the end of June at least, which is why I mention it, um, is focused on Stanley Kubrick and his works. Um, so it gives kind of a little um, kind of overview on all of his films, what made them special, um, you know, in the art direction and in the vision. And uh, so that is um, – and sometimes they will have um, – they're going to have um, film Q&As and stuff like that, too. So, you know, give that a look. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. I'll go next. Um, I want to remind people, if you are in Disneyland during Hell Weekend, which is Memorial Day weekend with, for the <laughs> day of 24 hours <laughs> on the 24th, here's an alternative for you. The 55th annual Garden Grove Strawberry Festival, celebrating 55 years of helping local kids, Friday night from 1 to 10 p.m., Saturday and Sunday 10 to 10, and Monday 10 to 9 p.m. Friday night is the strawberry cutting, I'm sorry, strawberry cake cutting, where you can get free strawberry shortcake. Ooh. Ooh, starting at 6 p.m. on Friday. And then, I'm not going to go through all the events, but that's on Friday. And then Saturday is the, the uh, there's a parade at 10 a.m. in Garden Grove. Um, it is free admission to the carnival, or to the, to the festival. There's carnival rides, there's booths, vendors, and things like that. Um, you can go on the website and you can get unlimited rides. Uh, let's see, Friday for $25, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, $30. And, you know, these are carnival rides. These are not Disney rides, but it's still a good time if you are in the area and want something to do away from the 24 hours of Disney. I actually uh, know the guy who provides the uh, game booths for that carnival. I've been to that carnival. And the food's pretty good. You know, carnival food is... is, Yeah, it's carnival food, but sometimes you get some good stuff, some... Yeah. Maybe a tri-tip sandwich or two. Yum. Or or, yep. or a taco. Yeah, their they, Mexican food's really yeah, good. And, that's, yeah. Maybe that's where we should have sent Leah last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. Well, another thing you can do if you don't want to uh, deal with all the crowds at Disneyland, you can go gambling in a casino. <laughs> well, oh, there's yay. Our the family that yeah. bets together. <laughs> Stay yes, together. Exactly. <laughs> Stay together. Um, the closest casino to the Disneyland Resort is Pachanga, and it's in Temecula. And most people don't come with cars, but guess what? They have a bus for you. Nice. So, uh, obviously, this is not for if you have kids. Um, but if you are interested in getting, you know, you're there for a week and you want to do some adult entertainment, you can go to Pachanga. Yeah, well, okay, not that kind. If you want to go to Pachanga, they have a bus that picks you up from Angel Stadium in Anaheim. So you can take the art over to Angel Stadium. And there it's $5. And you have to be a member of the club, which you can sign up online on their website. And, yes, if you're wondering how I figured this out, because I was curious about it myself. And um, it picks you up at the Angel Stadium parking lot near the uh, Metrolink station, basically near the Amtrak station, lot pole 9A. It's $5, and they leave daily from at 5 p.m., and then they leave Pachanga at 12 a.m., or you can leave at 8 a.m. and come back at 2.30 p.m. 
So I just, you know, again, Southern California is big, and some people might want to do that. And How long is the bus go. ride, Tony? I'm assuming it depends on traffic, so it's Temecula. i got to think they get there in an hour and a half, but at 5 o'clock, ugh. I don't know how long that would take. They, I mean, they, it just depends on how long. Oh, yeah, get there. well, they're leaving at 8 a.m. or 5 p.m. Uh, yeah, well, 8 a.m. you'd be okay because you're okay. going against traffic. Oh, okay. Yeah. But at 5 p.m. it'd be interesting to see how it is. But um, they come back at 12 a.m. So yes. if you're interested in going to, and uh, I have no financial relationship with Katanga <laughs> as much as I would love to have one, I do not. But yeah, if you wanted to do, that's the closest one, and it's a five dollar shuttle. So. Excellent. Thank you, Tony. We'll have to do some research on that. Uh, yes. Time for the thread of the week, Mary Jo. Um, this week's thread of the week is called Vegan Options at Disneyland Resort. It's by Nutshell, huh, in a nutshell. And um, Nutshell writes, Hello, we're planning a trip for the spring break and I, or the summer. And I have a question about vegan options at Disneyland and the surrounding area. We're actually new to veganism, and we started about two months ago and still going strong. Anyway, any other vegans on the board? Anyone know where, what we can eat while we're at the Disneyland Resort? Thanks. And I, I brought, I thought about this thread because, you know, more and more people are looking for healthy options. Um, I know here at home, Nick is, he's mostly eats vegetables now. He, he does eat meat, but he's into healthy eating. And so when people go to the Disneyland Resort, a lot of us will say, Hey, I'm on vacation. I'm going to eat whatever, but, there's a lot of people who still want to eat healthy while they're there. And there's quite a few um, recommendations and also people who tell, for instance, um, one of our dizzers um, talks about the uh, CM Wade 77, who's, who's uh, a regular on our Disneyland board, put something to be aware of. The fried green tomato sandwich at a Hungry Bear is not vegetarian, let alone vegan, due to the sauce used, use, which contains fish. And the last time I asked, the sauce could not be left off as it's already uh, um, already on one of the components. So there are some ideas here of the different places that do offer vegan or vegetarian food and um, other places that you might want to avoid. And I didn't even think that Rancho Zocalo would offer vegetarian food, but they do. There's quite a few options there. And even the uh, Thunder Mountain Barbecue has... Uh, Tofu, uh, what do you call it? Shish kebabs? Tofu shish kebabs. Wow. There. And so there's. Yeah, but any, um, everything else is. The beans, I'm sure, have pork in them. The fried chicken. Fried chicken, no, well, yeah. But I mean, well, you have corn in the cob. Corn in the cob, okay, yeah. And don't they have coleslaw there also? Yeah, coleslaw. Mm-hmm. So you could have. There, but. Coleslaw can, probably has some kind of milk product in it, though, right? Mm hmm. Um, no, it'd be a mayonnaise. Uh, okay, that's Base egg. Dressing. Well, okay, yeah, so right. still not vegan. If, if yeah. you talk to them, um, Dragonfly Curl says, Woody's Roundup Barbecue can make items vegan. My wife is vegetarian, but we went with vegan friends, and they can make the skewers vegan, and they will steam the corn so there's no butter or milk, and the beans were vegan also. Wow, nice. So they can do that, and they said that um, a couple of the best places, Nancy would know this, would be um, Carthay Circle and Napa Rose. Yeah. Yep. We'll totally work with you. Yeah. On oh, them. my gosh. I can't tell you. We've been in dining situations where people have had, you know, major allergies and stuff like that, and the Napa has really stepped forward. Yeah. So they'll come and talk to you and 
and just figure it all out for and, you. And if not, Nancy just calls her friend, Chef yeah. Andrew Sutton, yeah. to <laughs> make something special. She has a personal relationship. Um, <laughs> and then on the thread also, Arch Owl gives a really nice list at both parks of the different places, what you can get that are um, either vegan or vegetarian. So I really recommend going to this thread. Again, it's called um, Vegan Options at the Disneyland Resort. Excellent. Or just call Nancy. For- there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Marja. All right, that, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.